Boutman Radio, Boutman Radio. Happy Father's Day, everyone. So, Happy Father's Day. Yes. I mean, some of you will be listening to this after Father's Day. Some of you will be listening before. But we've got the Aboutman Radio Father's Posse here. We've got Chris, Silvio, Rich, and myself. We are the ones with kids. Father John, we don't know if he has kids. He could have spread his seed far and wide. We just don't know. But he officially... His tally does not count with ours. And we were trying to put our heads together and figure out how many kids we have between us. And I think we came up with about 45, 46, right? <laughs> 45. 45, <laughs> 46 around. between us. We got a lot of kids between us. I think we have 11. 11. Okay. That's a lot of kids, man. That's like a football team right there. That's, that's a lot of mouths to feed. Yes. That is a lot of mouths to feed. And, and of course, Silvio had that, that unexpected <laughs> one. <laughs> His vasectomy did not hold, as they say. Oh, it super did not sperm. Take. It did not. He's got that super sperm. Yes. His, his testicles would not be denied. And he... he My he, boys could jump that chasm. That, that, man, seriously. That tenacious little sucker just got through there, didn't he? Only takes one, yes, man. Sure. Only takes that, one, that's man. That's all it takes, yep. The miracle of life. New meaning to girding your loins. <laughs> <laughs> girding your loins i love that that is like my favorite term man i love i will oh. use that anytime anywhere even if it's not appropriate it's like i walk into a subway uh, yeah let me get uh you know a uh, uh, super melt and gird your loins please <laughs> arch your back would you like arch mayo your, on that you know, yes exactly uh, mayo. <laughs> we're going to be talking about being fathers and what it means mm. to be fathers and how we think we are doing as fathers and we're going to try to be brutally honest. So I'll start off first. I've done a fantastic job. Actually, I've done, you know, top notch. I'm assuming Trump rules here. Okay. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting Trumponian in here. Is Whoa. That, Do you need a moment? I need a moment. And you know, when it comes to being a dad, I'm like the best. I'm, I'm the top dad. You're huge. I'm huge as a dad. Huge. <laughs> All right, you could have my yes. kids then. <laughs> <laughs> put mine through college. Yeah, put mine through college. Man. Let me tell you something. There is nothing more agonizing and anxiety provoking than being a dad, man. At least for me. Oh, there's no harder job. Oh, man. Well, except being a mom, but that's a different story. Yeah. That's a different story. No. And, it, and it's going to evolve over time, as you will see. And as I'm they sure get older. Oh, yeah. That. No, as they get older. No, I, just as they get older. Yeah. yeah. It, it, oh, it changes. It definitely has changed. How do you guys assess your daddyhood? Let's let's go around the table here. Let's start with Rich. Oh, How are you doing? Well, well, right now I have between the ages of thirteen and twenty-one. Wow, my children right now, and 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 if you if you ask my my eighteen-year-old, you know she basically I'm an asshole. So okay, well so you've done, you've done your job by then. that judgment. I agree yeah, with her. basically. <laughs> <laughs> But but I definitely I would say when they were younger I was super dad you know I did of course. I was able to, you know I was able to you do a lot for wrong. them yeah. yeah yeah no but I definitely participated I went on trips I, you I still did everything do, man. possible I, in my power you still do bro to, I see to, your, you're you just reading your them. Facebook thread oh, it tires I'm world, me out world traveler <laughs> yeah I slept until nine today with the kids and I felt guilty. It's like, oh, man, <laughs> Jesus, I've crushed them. I've destroyed them. I said, come on, man. You're like freaking driving cross country. Come on. But but now, like, when they're older teenagers, I embarrass them, and they don't want to be seen with me. Or yeah, That just means you do Then they do want to. it. They, they have no choice but to be seen with me, you know, because I'm paying for everything. <laughs> Dude, that's, you know what my plan is? 
when my daughter and my son, especially my daughter, when she gets to that age, I'm going to dress in like overalls and black out a tooth. I'm going to really embarrass the shit out of her. I'm going to dress like, you know, Ronald McDonald or something with big flappy shoes. Seriously going to humiliate the crap out of her. All right. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to go in that direction. Dude, man, you are like the super dad. Okay? Oh, seriously. Yeah. I mean, Rich, come on, major man. Props. Yeah. Are you kidding me, man? Well, thank you. But I, I have to say, as they've gotten older, it's gotten a hell of a lot harder. <laughs> well, explain why. Right. Why has it gotten harder? I don't know. When, when Obviously, when they're little, it doesn't take a lot to impress them and to make sure they have all their needs met. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they definitely are more appreciative openly. They're more honest in, in that sense. And as they get older, they get a little jaded, I would think. And, 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 and of course, they're... You're, they're Asserting their their independence, independence, and and the people mm-hmm. that they want to be. So yeah, you got to let them have that leeway and to let them grow, let them make mistakes, let them learn from those mistakes. Because obviously they don't listen to you like they used to, and they just have to make those those steps all by themselves to to become the the people that they're going to be. My philosophy is that they'll realize after, I mean, they're, they're in this age where they hate you and they're, you know, your embarrassment and all that, but you and I both know they, we probably went through similar situations yeah, with yeah. our parents uh-huh. and then we wake uh-huh. up later and we realize, oh, that's why they did it. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what they were doing. And they kind of do it for themselves, just like we right, did. Right, exactly. And you hope exactly. to still be alive to be able to say, I told you I so. I told you so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, but then you're the- but then you become the asshole. No, no, seriously, man. No, I mean, seriously, I've, I call, I've called my parents and say, ah, I understand now. I understand yeah. now. You know, then you come this close to apologizing, but you don't want to give them that satisfaction. No, 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 <laughs> you know? definitely not. But you, you have new, newfound insight and respect for what you put them through because, I mean, I was a moody, difficult little SOB. And, and yes. Pain in the ass, and I can appreciate now what they had to had to put up with, and you know, on top of like putting food on the table and keeping us all in Catholic school and paying tuition and working multiple jobs and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and keep you know, with, yeah, and, and resisting the urge just to you know to kill one or all of us <laughs> at any one time. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, to to your point, Rich. I mean, it, it, I, I think I've told the story before, but I was uh, the boys were probably may may I don't know they might have been like. 10 and five and I was on a supermarket line and this woman was ahead of me and she had older kids and she said to me, she saw the boys and she said, Oh, you know, the older they get, the more expensive and the bigger the problems are. And it, I think that's true to some degree. You look back, you know, cause I have the oldest kids and my, mine are going to be 23 and 18 very shortly. And you look back at what you thought was a crisis when they were like, I don't know, 10 or whatever. And you go, yeah, okay, that's yeah, nothing. Exactly. You know, now like they're, 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 they're both driving and you're like, oh my God, I hope mm-hmm. everything's okay. And they're careful and they're smart and they're out in the real world interacting and you can't monitor them at every every step. But how do you deal with, I don't know, regrets or guilt about things you either did or didn't do? Do you have, do you wrestle with any of that? Yeah, I wrestle mm-hmm. with it. I mean, th- there's things, especially... Uh, you guys all knew my mom. She was quick with the the screaming and the the raising her voice, and and I've I've definitely inherited that. Inherited that, yes, yes. And I wish I can sometimes take back 
some of the quick reaction that, that you really need to count to 10 about and, and not react because then it's not, not always the best type of uh, reaction that you can have. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's funny because uh, I spent the Memorial Day weekend with my kids just on my own, and I realized I had to physically stop myself from reacting like my dad would have reacted. Right. You know what I mean? Even to the point where it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go home now. We're just going home. That's it. <laughs> when I this is done. When I you know, you know what mm. I mean? And I I look back at some of the reactions that I've had. And it's like, oh, man, I wish I could have that one back. Yeah. yeah you know, exactly. I gotta, I gotta, oh, why did I lose my temper then? Yep, oh, yep. I got to take it back. I've learned, and, and my wife actually is, has been very nice about explaining to me that, I mean, she has way more experience with kids than I am because she's a school teacher and all that. But mm-hmm. she explained to me that. They're Plus, she has a husband. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she's got a, a husband that's a 12 year old, basically, consistently. Yeah, she's got three kids. Yeah, well, no, it's funny. When she, when, <laughs> I always joke when she calls the kids, she goes, Kids. I go, Yes. You know? <laughs> it's like she, they won't be scarred. You know what I mean? As much as they, as I think that I'm damaging them, they're more resilient. I mean, and then I, I think about, back in the day and you know the beatings that we used to get from our parents <laughs> you know it's like yeah you know you bounce back from it you know it's not like it's an it's it, it's a deep wound that i'm inflicting on them oh my god i took away their ipad wow you know what i mean i just crushed their entire future i can't use my ipad for an hour you know what i mean it's like it's that type of stuff and, it, and then i i have to take a step back and realize that you know what you're doing the right thing. You know what I mean? You, you got to stick to your guns. There has to be a certain amount of discipline. And um, ironically, I'm the disciplinarian. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. No question about it. I mean, it's, oh. it's my wife takes care of business with them. But when there has to be discipline or, you know, I just have to raise my voice a little bit. And they're like, okay, mm. I've never I've never spanked them, that. hit them, nothing. You know, I just raise my, I was like, and that, that's it. They were like right in line. I got the daddy voice thing down. Yeah. I realize that's not going to work for too much longer. So I got to come up with a plan B, but I don't want to be that dad that's always yelling and screaming and all that. Like Rich, to your uh-huh. point, it's like, I, I want to make sure that, and, but that's my first instinct. That's, that's what I dealt with too. Mm. My mom was a yeller. My dad was a yeller. My grandmother was a yeller. It's like, oh, it's in the genes, that bro. That sweet little old lady that I met was a yeller? Oh, dude, she not only was she a yeller, she'd come off the top rope, bro, with a, she'd drop an atomic <laughs> elbow on your head. <laughs> like Superfly Snooker? Oh, yes, bro. Are you kidding me, man? She would ask my brother, all six, seven of him, to bend down so she could smack him in the That's face. Right. <laughs> like right in the face. No, seriously, man, she was, I, she beat me with an electrical cord one time, bro. She, you didn't mess with that lady. All four, four foot one of her. What Sylvia? What? Yeah, she liked all of you guys except John. She didn't like John. Yeah, John was a troublemaker. (laughs) She thought John was a troublemaker. Honest to God, he was was a bad influence. Yeah, she thought John was a bad influence. I'm not even joking. I'm not sure if John's on this call, but you're a bad influence, John. (laughs) If you're listening, John. Yeah, there you go. You're a bad influence, John. You're a bad influence. Sylvia, what about you? Do you have things you? regret wanted to take back if you could do things over again or there's probably something in there but before we go there i just want to add a little bit more of daddy cred to rich rich is the only one amongst us forefathers who delivered his own baby seriously he wrote a blog post about it dude 
Oh, that was a right there. Yeah. Everybody clap for Riches. Thank you. Yeah. It wasn't planned. No, no, no. But dude, you did it. And and when you told me that, I think we were talking on the phone or whatever. And, you, and the one thing you told me is, you got through it all. Everything was done. The the nine one one people, whatever, they all came, and you went to a side, and that's when you started to shake. That's when you finally. Uh-huh. And man, kudos to you. That that is that is incredible. Well, at least yeah, I had seen it a couple times before that, so I. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't the first one. Yeah, you, yeah. I don't yeah, think you would have made it with the first one. That would have been messed up because you would have fainted. Oh man, that's just amazing, bro. I don't think I could have done that. I know, well, you know what? I don't think I know I couldn't have done that. I would have crapped my pants and crawled into yeah, a corner. I would have like, you're on your own. Yes, I would have seriously that, cried. I was nice like, don't job, make sir. me look. Don't make me look. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sylvia, do you have a? Uh, you have things you want to take back or any step missteps you might feel you've made? Uh, well, uh, let me, let me just say that my kids are right now that I have three of them. They're in the range of 15 to 20. So I've got them in college and in high school. So I've been past all the, the, the young stage stuff where, you know, I'm, I'm King shit. I'm, I, I am God to these kids, you right, know, right now I'm like, okay, that's dad, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Whatever. And that happens. And, and it's a natural progression because we went through that. You know, yes, I, indeed. I'm sure all of us here can think back to that point where we told that is like, oh, yeah, OK, right. Yeah, sure. You know what they're talking about. Right. I know what I'm talking about. And our kids can get to that stage. And and that's when you start thinking back. And it's like, shit, what did I do wrong? Did I do anything wrong? But you know what? No, it's just a natural cycle of things. When kids get to a certain age, um, one of us just said it, they start to feel their independence. They start to feel, let me test this boundary. Let me push this envelope. How far can I go? And it's natural. And actually, you know what? You need them to do that because eventually you're going to push them out of the nest, down from the tree, and they're going to have to flap their wings and fly or they're going to splat on the floor. They have to get strong. So they have to test us out a little oh, yeah, bit. They, they gotta now, how states. well we <laughs> balance that, that's our, that's our function as fathers how, or daddies, you know, uh, or, you know, a dad, dad, daddies, fathers, whatever you want to call it. We are the ones that have to figure out, okay, where do we come down hard? Where do we let this go? Because they're going to figure things out. And I'd like to say on that scale, Maybe I'm, a, I'm about an eight from one to ten. Nice. I think I've done because, you know, I've got my daughter. She's 20. She's not out of state, but she's far enough away in state to be away from me and figure her shit out on her own. Um, my other son is starting to get to that point and trying to figure out, OK, what can I do on my own without my dad screwing things up? And my younger boy, you know, he's still playing soccer and I'm taking to all his stuff and everything. But he'll eventually get there as well. And uh, I think I've laid out the path well enough, but it's always scary. And we talked about this once before in one of our other podcasts, daughters and sons, you know, and how we treat them differently as we give them that path of how far to go and what to do. It's difficult. And the only thing I can say is the good fathers are the ones that look at it and say, this is my hardest job to do. I'm going to try and do it as well as I can. I'm going to fuck up on the way. You know, there's going to be some missteps and everything, yes. but I'm going to keep working at it all the way until the point when mm-hmm. they say, I don't need it anymore. And you know what? Right. You never get to that point. 
those yeah, kids you... at some point are going to come back and ask you for either an advice or something, even when they're 35 or whenever. So you're always going to be a father. How hard do you want to work at it? And uh, how hard I want to work at it? I feel I'm a 10 because I, I work hard at it every freaking every day. Every day. I realize that this is something I have to do. I've seen guys out there, they just, they birth their kids and they put them out there. Those right. guys aren't fathers. They're sperm donors. You have donors. to work at it. Yeah, they're sperm yeah. donors, exactly. You know, and if I'm doing it right or wrong, that's a different thing altogether. But how much effort I'm putting into it, that's a 10. How well I've done it, eh, somebody else can judge that. I got I to gotta bring something up here. You guys mentioned about the kids flying free and the whole nine uh -huh. yards. No one told me they were supposed to get wings. When am I supposed <laughs> to get them wings? When did this? Uh, right nope. about when they're 12. Oh, nice. You'll notice Great. they start to sprout those things. Great. Throw them out the window. Great. Throw them out the window. See Mine have already flown. Nice. Mine are good. Nice. See, this is the stuff that I need to write down. See, yeah. really, my kids are younger. You know, the you thing that. read that Mr. Spock book. There you go. That Mr. Spock book. To Silvio's point, you know, we talk here at home about giving the kids roots and wings, and it's the idea that you want them to feel secure and planted and safe at home. But as as time marches on, then, you know, they want to assert their independence, which is as it should be. And the, the, the tension then becomes how much do you give, you know, some slack on that cord, so to speak? And at what point do you just and maybe entirely cut the cord or just let it out some more. And that's the part that is the most, I don't know, I don't want to say troubling, but it's finding that that delicate balance. And, you know, there's like times when I look at my boys and I'm like, despite the dunderheaded things I've done, they're both thriving. They've grown up into fine young gentlemen that anybody would be proud to have dating their their son or daughter. And and I'm just like working at their firm or things like that. Yeah, sure. It's, it's like hard to believe because I still wrestle with so much guilt, anxiety, shame, whatever, for things. I look back and I just get sort of, you know, tripped up over that. And these are things from like like years and years and years ago. Yes. Uh -huh. You know, and, and it's funny, too, because like these are things that stay with me. And yet if, you know, sometimes they'll bring up stuff that are funny memories or goofy things that I did that like I have no memory of, but that is meaningful to them. And that's sort of that's right. sort of pretty cool, like because like it's like oh okay well like you know they don't remember necessarily all the bad shit. I mean obviously I'm sure they that, remember some of it. That's but a fantastic point, Chris, because you know we do so many things as fathers growing up. We don't remember them all. Some of the things we remember, but you know what? They're going to remember it, and they're going to do it with their kids at some point. Let me just tell you one thing that I used to do. It's a goofy little stupid thing. My kids were all you know much younger between the ages of three to six or three to seven, whatever they was. So, you know, they're looking up at you like you're a hero, you're a God. And we'd go on our beach getaways and Denise and I, we would go to the shell shop and we would buy all these elaborate shells, three of the same ones, one for each kid, you know, and there were these big shells, the stuff that you couldn't find if you went out shelling, you, you know, you find these little things, that's fine. We would go and buy these big things, and then we would go and bury them in three <laughs> distinct spots behind our chairs, and then I would tell them a story. I'd bring them all together, and I'd say, you know, this old man, he looked like an old mariner. I'd build up this whole great story. The, here's these three kids looking at me bug-eyed, and I'd tell them there was this big storm he told me about, and if you dig here, you're going to find something. And they would go at it, and they find these shells, and they're all excited and everything, and here's these kids, and you're this big god because you brought this to them. It's, it's something so stupid. 
and it's forgotten about, you know, as we grow up. And very recently, some of the kids, they, we, we were talking about it. But you know what? One of my kids or all three of them are going to do the same thing for their kids growing up. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. We do these little things and it's going to continue. And they're good things. They're good things because it builds family. It builds this whole relationship. Your kids think. And, and it's great. And uh, I'm glad that I was able to do it together with my wife so that my kids can do it for their kids. And it continues on. And I don't know, maybe it's just something stupid, but it's something that, I, that I'm glad that I did for them. I hate cool. the beach. I'm not going to bury anything. I'm not burying the damn thing, man. So you, I'm you pay, go can geo- I pay someone to do that? You could go geocaching. Okay? I, could geocaching. I live in Florida. That's true. You got no choice. You got beaches all over the place. That's right. I think that's a good point, though, Silvio. I think you're right. I mean, because you know what? It's uh, and, and this is something else we talk about. It's about making memories and sharing experiences as opposed to giving your kids physical yes. things. And that's right. something I've, I've increasingly turned my attention to because I think that's those intangible things that are going to last a lifetime are going to be much more important than some toy that they're going to outgrow or that's going to break or the battery's going to die or whatever. So just to add to this, I mean, we were just talking about it. I did this for my kids growing up. The other day when we were going to Megacon, it was Friday, and I'm getting my kids together. I'm like, you know, we got to go to Megacon. I had bought the tickets. We were all ready to go. That's you know, cool. my son comes up with this piece of paper in his hand, and I'm just standing in there, and, he, and my three kids are surrounding me. And again, you know, 15 to 20, and they're like, Dad, we've got this for you. And they said, we all got together, together with Mom. Mom had already gone to work, and we bought you this so that you can see Stan Lee and take the picture with him. Wow. Guys, I almost nice. fell on my knees and fell into a puddle nice. because my kids surprised me with something uh-huh, that was just uh-huh. so out of there. And they did for me what I did for them. I bar- right. they, they gave me those shells back. Nice. And, I, you know, we went to Megacon. I got to see Stanley. They were all excited. We got our picture. But th- it came out of them. And yeah. maybe yeah. that never would have happened if, I, if Denise and I hadn't buried those shells for them growing up. Nice. And cool. I'm just trying not to screw up my kids, bro. That's all I'm trying. I'm just trying not to mess them up. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's in the genes, bro. Are you kidding me, man? My, I could tell you stories that'll curl your hair about the boy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's a nut. He is definitely a nut. <clears throat> well, what were you, though, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was not the easiest. Like Chris said, he, what did you, Chris, you said you were sullen and all that. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I was a real pain in the ass. I, I know that might come a sh- as a shock still to are. some of you. Yeah, I still am. It's man. good thing I, I'm sitting down. Yes, I know, exactly. <laughs> I was a little pain in the ass, and um, I, 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 I see the nice thing is that I see some of my behavior when I was a uh-huh. kid, especially with the boy, and I'm, I know how to deal with it in ways that my parents maybe were not able to deal with it. Right. Because I kind of know instinctively, well, yeah, well, you know, they didn't do this and this probably would have worked better than what they did. So let me go in this direction. And, you know, lo and behold, I'm able to diffuse. And he's a feisty little guy. So, again, I'm able to diffuse that because I was exactly like that Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. And those are the parts that I'm proud of most as uh, being a dad, when I'm able to diffuse difficult situations that my kids are having because I understand what they're going through or I know how to read it. Whereas when, when I was a kid, my parents may have just taken out the belt right away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm not suggesting that I'm better parents than I'm a better parent than my parents because 
they were dealing with way different situations than, than, than I am now. And, you know, they were doing their best and all that stuff. But I see how effective it is with my kids, especially being dealt with in ways that I wish I was dealt with. Does that make any sense? Oh, yes. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So do I make mistakes? All the time, man. Are you kidding me, man? I, I lose my shit all the time when, <laughs> when I, you know, especially as, as my daughter gets older. It's just frustrating on a lot of ways. And then you lose your cool. And then you start rethinking some of the decisions you make. Like to, to your point, Chris, you know, you start... It's like, oh man, I remember when 2011 when I said this and I shouldn't have said that. And then I scared her because I got angry at Vanessa and, you know, you know what I'm saying? You start replaying all these scenarios. Mm-hmm. And, and, and meanwhile, they don't remember anything. They remember no. <laughs> like, like to Silvio's point, they remember shells on the beach. That's what they remember. They don't remember that you lost your cool. They don't even know you lost your cool. It's like, oh, that's just daddy's mad. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, right. I think I think the thing is, if it's a repeated pattern over time, you know, that's going to stay with them. But if it's like exactly. a one-off event, yeah. or you know, it's not going to like you know, nobody got hurt and no, you know, nobody's traumatized or whatever, then it's like, uh, yeah, whatever. And they'll remember some of that, but the the, the bigger, happier memories of like the, the family vacation, the trip, the the Christmas uh-huh. dinners, the Thanksgiving dinners. I mean, what I used to do with the boys, I used to write these letters from Santa, mm-hmm. and because we have a fireplace, I used to take boots and rub them in the uh, the fireplace ash and have footprints on the rug you know and um you know and now they look back on it and they're like you know you're just a big goofus aren't you you know but i mean it was like (laughs) but it's like you know it's like making those memories and i think as you guys are saying you sort of you are a model for that behavior and you hope then as Sylvia was saying with the shells that they, in a sense, sort of pay it forward for their kids or for their cousins or their loved ones or whatever i guarantee you they will i guarantee you they will they will yeah yeah it's learned behavior. You know, you know, it's funny is we still go to our Florida vacation. Um, we go to St. Pete or we go to Treasure Island, one of those places and all the kids together. That might start ending soon because Marina, my oldest, she's 20. So she's going to start doing her own things. But anyway, this year we're still doing it. But every time we do, I, I always try the same thing. I go, you know, this old man came by and they all look <laughs> at me like bad. And, and we have a we have a fun laugh about it. And but they remember. They remember, they remember how much That's fun it. they had. Yeah, the, 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 you know, my son is like, oh, I remember that one big giant shell that I found before the other two found it. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's a good thing. All right. Well, happy Father's Day to you guys. We've earned it. We've all earned it. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, Father's Day is the day we get a pass to sit around and scratch ourselves. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like we need a pass for that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I'm going to do that first thing in the morning. I just <laughs> scratch myself. <laughs> Like a good one, like for forty five minutes, and All make like make make noises like oh <laughs> yes, oh. That, mean, that means you need to take a shower. Yeah, well that's true. That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Well, all right, guys, enjoy your Father's Days. Oh, I'll be on the yeah, job. We'll all be on the job. This is about Men Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, all the social platforms out there. We're even on Instagram. Chris is going to have to give us our email address because I have a block for it always. Chris, what's our email address? You can write us at amr at aboutmenshow.com. This has been our uh, fabulous Father's Day edition of the show. Thank you all for listening. And uh, please 
Tell everyone about it. Rate us, review us on any of the platforms that you're on. Chris, isn't this where you're supposed to thank people? Do I have to thank them for you? You have to thank them. Ah, all right. Well, thank you for listening. And, you know, I'm not going to bless them. You know, I'm not going to no, that, that, That's Chris's That's job. Chris's thing. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back soon with more shenanigans. And check out our blog. And let us know what you think. Bye now. Bye-bye.